and let's be heard for Monday, June 20th, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. All right. How was everyone's weekend? Everyone have a good weekend? I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. We're starting off a new week, a new week, a fresh week. We are now on the precipice, the vanguard of summer. And here in San Francisco, everything is still dead. It's still, it's still a dead wasteland. Summer's what, a day away, and it's still dead here. There's hardly any tourism. Half the businesses are gone. A few of them are opening up again. People still wearing masks. It's a, it's a disaster here. Is it a disaster where you are? I'm sure 99.2% of the country it's not, but here it's a disaster. I'm heading to New York on Saturday. On Saturday, I'll be, I'll be heading to New York, and uh, I'm sure it's a disaster there as well. Why do I why do I live in San Francisco and go on vacation to New York? Am I am I cruising for a bruising? Do I do I like being beaten down in life? I should be going to Florida. I should be going to Texas. I should be going to uh, Mount Rushmore. Going to New York City. Living I'm stuck in San Francisco. I haven't been anywhere in six months, and I'm going on vacation to New York City so I can be confronted with more mask holes. We'll talk about a Canadian mask hole. In a little while, a Canadian doctor who went absolutely apoplectic on a United Airlines flight from Ottawa to the United States because the flight attendant wasn't wearing a mask and you're supposed to wear it. It's a Canadian law that if a if a flight originates in Canada, you must wear your masks. Until what? You're over U.S. airspace and in 28 minutes and you can take them off. This moron doctor went crazy and he was ratioed on Twitter. But the first thing I want to talk about is the most important thing that happened this weekend. Come on, what's the most important thing that happened? Biden fell off his bike. You have to admit, that is the most, that's the most important thing. It really is. It's the most important thing. He, Biden fell off his bicycle. And it's the most important thing because like everything else we've experienced over the last year and a half, if it, if it was Trump, let's play the if Trump game. If, if that were President Trump, what would people have said? What would the left-wing media, what would they be saying on CNN and MSNBC, right? That he's too old, that he's fat, that he's not fit to be president, that he's an idiot. But you get barely a mention of it. If they mention it, you know, it's sympathetic. Oh, his foot got caught. He was getting exercise. Now, why do they let Biden ride a bike? They can't even walk. You watch him. He can't even walk. Usually Jill has to hold his arm as he's walking on stage so he doesn't fall. He can't even walk. He can't even think. Yet he rides a bike. This is why I have no sympathy. He's not riding a bike as he wants. It's like he'd be riding a bike if he wasn't president. He's riding a bike because they tell him, well, you know, ride a, the morons like Ron Klain say, well, ride a bike and you, you know, we're getting close to the midterm. People are talking about your second term. Are you going to run? Ride a bike to show you still got it. And what happens? He freaking falls. And right in front of the media as he's trying to stop. It's a, it's a total, it's really a total disaster. And everyone's full of shit. You know, you have these Democrats who claim they don't want him to run again. Yet, yet, when you talk to them, these Democrats, about someone who could run. Now, I would not vote for him a third time. I would be voting for Ron DeSantis. I would not be voting. I'm not voting for Democrats anymore. But when you talk about Bernie Sanders running, they go, oh, Bernie Sanders, these old the socialist, old the so these fucking stupid Democrats, these hypocritical morons. Well, they have a guy who can't, who's in like stage four dementia. And then you watch the debate. You Would anyone watch that Bernie-Lindsey Graham debate? Bernie's what, two, three years older than Biden? Yet he's got millions of more brain cells. The guy can at least think and talk. And he wouldn't do something as idiotic as riding a bike if he couldn't do it. 
Get, you see Bernie, right, playing football, baseball. The guy's still agile. The guy's 80, but, you know, he looks like physically he's about 65. Biden's 79, physically 97. I mean, it's, there's no comparison. You have these moron Democrats who are so stupid. You know, when you bring, I see them laughing. Oh, Bernie Sanders, oh, we're not going to vote for him. They're so stupid. I, I, you know, I couldn't really stand them when I was a Democrat, and I hate them more now that I'm no longer a Democrat. I hope they get so destroyed. It, only four months away, getting close, about four months, a little more than four months away from total destruction of the Democratic Party. Total, what would it take for a party to be totally destroyed to where they're like totally gone and have to like rebuild or start over again? Because that's what I'd like to see happen. That is truly what I'd like to see happen in November because they deserve it. They're total idiots. On every front, they're moronic. I mean, they'd rather have Biden run than Bernie. Are you serious? How could you be part of a party and have, rather have this guy? This guy. Where's he going to be in two and a half years? Look where he is now, Biden. Falling off his fucking bike. He can't walk straight. His wife's got to pull him away from the media because he has nothing straight. He can't think straight. Where's he going to be two and a half years from now? And so it would be two years from now. It'll be the thick of the race, right? Right, June, July. 2024, the thick of the race. Where's he going to be mentally? Yet they'd rather have him run than Bernie Sanders? Look, I think it's a lose-lose no matter what. They're not going to beat Ron DeSantis. It's not happening. It wouldn't be Trump. Polls say now they won't beat Trump. But they certainly won't beat DeSantis. But you'd really rather, if you're a Democrat, have Joe Biden run for a second term than have Bernie Sanders run again. I don't Forget it. Let's pretend there are no other choices. And who are the choices? Pete Buttigieg? Are you kidding me? What is he going to leave for two years of a term for maternity leave next time? But Kamala Harris? you got to be joking. Who do they have? Gavin Newsom? Only liked in California. Could win a Democratic primary probably easily. Would be destroyed in a general election. Who do you have? Let's say it's Bernie. <laughs> Who's showing he can, he can raise hundreds of millions of dollars? Right? Who's showing he can be ultra-competitive? So you'd rather have Biden run. Totally ridiculous. All right. We'll get off of Biden for now. Although, have you seen those videos, those mock videos? They've done these before. When Biden tripped going up the stairs to the airplane, they had Trump hitting the golf ball, hitting him in the head. And again, and actually Trump himself tweeted out a video of him hitting a golf ball and the golf ball hitting Biden and knocking it off his bike. And of course, Trump did say the rally. I thought a very funny line. I promise I'll never ride a bike. Of course, he wouldn't ride a bike because he knows he can't. So why put yourself in a position to fail? Just try to prove you still got it. It's really pathetic. Truly, truly pathetic. Um, I'm always talking about bad news because there's really only bad news happening. Finally, some good news. Finally, world swimming grew some balls. Finally, some organization grew some balls and took on the woke crowd. And World Swimming has banned transgender athletes from women's events. This is from the AP out of Hungary. World Swimming's governing body has effectively banned transgender women from competing in women's sports, in women's events, starting tomorrow. Starting today, I think, yeah. FINA members widely adopted a new gender inclusion policy that only permits swimmers who transition before age 12, which, of course, should be, should be nobody 
but will be very few people, to compete in women's events. The organization also proposed an open competition category. Wonderful. This is not saying that people are encouraged to transition by the age of 12. It's what the scientists are saying, that if you transition after the start of puberty, you have an advantage, which makes perfect sense, actually. I think that's true. I think Caitlyn Jenner would agree with that, that the 12, there are a lot of girls who are stronger than boys, but once you get past puberty, things change. They're not saying everyone should transition by age 11. Not only the wacky left, ultra-woke imbeciles think you should transition before age 11. That's ridiculous. You can transition by the age in most countries, and hopefully you wouldn't be encouraged. Basically, what they're saying is that it's not feasible for people who have transitioned to compete without having an advantage. This will basically, because so few people uh, will transition before age 12, this really means that these transgender people cannot, will not be uh, competing in, in women's sports. Thank goodness. You know, finally, some common sense and reality and fairness wins the day, takes the day, right? I mean, finally, after all this time of kowtowing to these people, of kowtowing to these special interests, with their, which are such a minority, which is like such a 0.01% of 0% of nothing, okay? Finally, after kowtowing them for years, they're saying, no, we're not going to do this anymore. I really hope that between this and what's going to be happening in, in, the, in November when Democrats and the woke crowd get annihilated, I really hope, I really hope this is the beginning of something great. I really hope this is the end of wokeness, okay? This is the end of this ridiculous woke agenda. I really hope, and actually that's a bad thing for Republicans because Republicans are going to win based on this ridiculous woke agenda. Once the woke agenda is gone, it becomes, you know, the advantage might go back into the Democrat side on some things. But this has to happen because this is just, who can stomach this anymore? Who can stomach this? So three cheers to world swimming for finally standing up for women. This stands up for women, right? With the Title IX, it stands up for women. This only hurt women. This didn't hurt men. This didn't hurt white elitist men. This didn't help hurt white elitist liberals. This hurt women. This hurt women. It was Title IX was put in place to protect them, to make their sport fair. And all of a sudden, women didn't matter anymore. All of a sudden, women's rights didn't matter anymore, right? That, doesn't, that didn't matter. That's old. That's so what, 1993? That's so 1993. There's always like one woke mob overtaking another woke mob, right? Like rock, paper, scissors, this whole friggin' thing. It's, well, transgender overtakes women. Women gays overtake blacks, overtakes gays. It's ridiculous. It really is. It really is. We need a, a, a fair world again where women can compete in women's sports against women, against biological women, not men who are 10 times stronger than them. Not, not from this Leah Thomas, who just looks like a man with long hair. It's ridiculous. Come on, people. So here's one good thing that's finally happened. Hopefully it really gives everyone else some cojones to do the right thing, to stand up to this woke mob for once, instead of letting them win, win all the time. Like I said, when there's such a small, small, small percentage, you know, it's like we just, we, we did, they did a poll with this Latinx thing, where like 98% of Latinos don't want that used, many of them don't even know what the hell it meant. Yet white liberals want it used, you see. White liberals say, if you don't say Latinx, that you're, you're, you're prejudiced, that you're a white supremacist, that you're a racist. When 90% of Latinos don't like it, but doesn't care. They don't, white liberals don't care what actual minorities think. That's why they are the racists, you see. 
because they believe what they say dominates. Who cares what the actual people think? Who cares what the inner city blacks think about crime, right? When they are the ones who are victims of crime most of the time in places like Chicago and New York. I'd say San Francisco, but there's about three black people here. So in the, in the very woke city of San Francisco, there's hardly any African-Americans. But in places like Chicago and, and L.A. and New York, it's the inner city blacks who are it's the, it's the inner city black children who are killed. It's the inner city black families who have to watch their eight year olds and 12 year olds and 14 year olds die. But the white liberals, the woke white liberals want to defund the police. Right. The woke white liberals want DAs who don't who don't prosecute crime. Not if you go into the inner cities and actually talk to people that matter. But the white liberals, the Democrats, don't care. They've never cared about the people that matter. They've never cared about their opinion of their lives. They've cared about using them as pawns to win elections. And that's ending. Because now we see only 25% of Latinos support Joe Biden. We see Joe Biden lose, drop 16 points with African Americans, the Democrats' biggest voting bloc. People are starting to finally wake up. But this is like Good News Monday, right? Surprising. I doubt the rest of the week's going to go like this. If you're listening for the first time, this is not the way the rest of the, this is not the, way the, rest of the week's going to go. It's not going to go this way. But today is some good news. Today is some good news. And we're going to continue on the good news. We're going to continue on the good news. There was a doctor, and I'll pull it up here on, on my Twitter feed. There was this nut job doctor in Canada who got on an airplane. It was United Airlines departing out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And I guess the rule in Canada, because of dictator Trudeau, is that if you're if the plane, even though they, they're getting rid of all this nonsense finally because of political pressure, but one thing they've kept is that you have to, if you're if you're on an airplane that's leaving out of Canada, even if you're going to the United States, so Ottawa to New York City is about a 47-minute flight. And if you leave Ottawa, you're in American airspace in about two and a half minutes. Yet, if you're leaving Ottawa or Toronto or Montreal or Vancouver or heading in to the United States, if you're, you have to have masks on. Everyone has to have masks on. How idiotic is that science that says when you're over Canadian space, COVID, when you're in U.S. space, no COVID? Or masks work when you're, over, when you're in Ottawa, but masks don't work when you're in Albany, New York? Over, it's so, the thing is so idiotic. Talking about it, I feel like a moron just talking about it. It's so stupid. Yet, this doctor decided... To give an air, one, there was one attendant that didn't have a mask on because it's United Airlines. It's not Air Canada, so most of their flights you don't have to worry about. United doesn't have a rule where you have to have masks, but Trudeau has the rule where you have to have masks, and they either didn't need the flight attendant was like either didn't care, which is great, or just forgot where they were at that moment. Maybe they've taken, maybe it's the first time they've been working out of Canada all year long. Who knows? Who knows what the reason is? But one flight attendant, one, didn't have a mask on. And so this guy went crazy. He went absolutely insane. Saying you have to wear a mask and screaming and yelling and tweeting it, tweeting out to United Airlines that their employee wasn't wearing a mask and they wanted the employee either suspended or fired or punished or something like that. But the problem is, and they got a good response. They got the response from United Airlines was, okay, well, United must have gotten this annoying guy. All right, whatever, we'll talk to the person. That's what they said. They simply said, Okay, thanks for the information. Yes, I guess technically it's a law. We'll talk to the person. But he couldn't let it go. So he kept going and he kept tweeting. And he went insane with his tweets. This moron, this doctor who thinks masks stop the spread, 
July of 2020, almost in July of 2022, and this idiotic Canadian schmuck doctor who should have his license pulled, who shouldn't be able to see anybody, who shouldn't be able to treat anybody, thinks still thinks masks stop the spread of COVID after Fauci got it, the guy who wore eight masks for two and a half fucking years. You see how mad these morons make me? This guy should not be a doctor. He shouldn't allow it to be a doctor. Listen, I want common sense aptitude tests for doctors. I don't care what school you, I don't care you go to Stanford, Harvard, I don't care where you go. If you can't pass a common sense aptitude test, you cannot become a doctor. Go work at fucking Wendy's, okay? I don't care what you do. You have these liberals who want these stringent laws, these stringent rules to become a cop. They want two years of boot camp. They want cops to go through all these tests to become a cop. You have to become a doctor where you have control, directly control of a lives, where you can actively kill people like Fauci has for 40 years, and they make a half a million, a million, five million dollars a year. No rules. No rules. Let them do whatever they want. Because they passed some tests, because they're good at taking tests, because they're good at dissecting frogs. Are you kidding me? Haven't we learned anything from the last two and a half years? That we need to make it much, much harder to become a doctor. We need it much, much harder to become a Fauci, to have the kind of control he has. There are no common sense aptitude tests, you know that, and there needs to be. So here's this idiot who's screaming and yelling about masks in 2022, when study after study after study after study after study has shown masks made no difference. In fact, especially with kids, was harmful, okay, was harmful wants these people to wear masks on airplanes still. And I'm guessing all the other flight attendants are probably wearing masks. All those good lemming, those submissive, on their knees to Trudeau, Canadian citizens are probably wearing their masks. One flight attendant, one, one person that had, what, 230, wasn't wearing a mask, and this idiot could not let it go. But now he's getting totally ratioed. Here comes the good part. Here comes the good news part. He's getting totally ratioed on Twitter for doing this. Totally ratioed. If you want to call in, call in. I'm talking a lot. I've talked for almost 20 minutes straight. And if you want to talk, you can call in. If you want to talk about anything I've talked about so far, if you have anything else you want. If you want to talk about the weather, if you want to talk about what you're doing for the summer, if you want to talk about something inane, I don't care. You can call in if you'd like. All right, I'm going to go to one call. We have a couple of calls lined up. Daniel, you stay there. Let's see here. Let's see here. I'm going to go to, whoop, 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 hold on. Hold on. I promise I'll get to you. I promise I'll get to you. Okay. Here we go. All right. All right. Okie doke. Hello. You're on the air. Can you hear me? Hello? Hold on, let me let me make sure your mic's on. Oh, hello, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, uh, what's your name? Uh, Vladdy. Or Vladdy, Vladimir. how are you? Nice to meet you, Vladdy. Vladdy, how are you, Vladdy? Doing good, doing good. Just listening to you and pretty much agreeing with you 100%. So I, I kind of know we're of the mind, same mindset uh, regarding where you, especially where you the mask. I'm calling from California. What oh, about you, Mike? I'm in, I'm in San Francisco. Yeah. 
Oh, same state, different side. You're in the <laughs> northern. I'm in the southern. Side. <laughs> oh, so, so you you've had to you've had to uh, deal with uh, Newsom and his regulations for two years, also. So. And I I hate that guy. I don't know who I hate more: Canadian uh, baby Fidel Castro from uh, Canada, uh, Justin Trudeau, or our own Commissar in Chief uh, Newsom. <laughs> well, you know, I, I've gone back and forth over the last two years. I'm I'm same as you. I go I go back and forth between well, Cuomo's out of the picture now. But it was remember it was Cuomo, Trudeau, uh, Biden, and Newsom, and I was always going. But who, who do I hate more? Who's more disgusting over the last two and a half years? But to tell you the truth, I think it's probably Trudeau at this point because he won't let go of these things. I mean, he just simply. I, I, I'm really shocked. You know, I lived. I, I've talked about this before. I lived in Canada for two years a while back, and I love the Canadian people, and I always thought that they had more backbone than Americans. I always thought wow. they like question their government. But over the last two years, I've been in- incredibly disappointed. Just, you know. I, it's, it, it's kind of sad that how they've gone so soft. Canadian people, most of them, are, the ones I've dealt with, they're cool. They're, they're really likable. They're more likable than, than, than whites here in America. And some of my own people, being Mexicans, uh, Amer- Mexican-American, they're, they're really cool. I've never really had any trouble with any Canadian. Canadians are very peaceful. I, I don't know why... Why Trudeau is taking advantage of the liberal? Uh, I don't know what the hell, what kind of liberal he is. I know he's somewhat like the liberals here in America, the left-wing progressive, the woke and politically correct, all that shit. But what the hell? I mean, what's he doing? He's taking advantage. I know they they don't share a constitution. They have their own charter. I I understand. But he's pushing it to the limit. We had gun violence here in Uvalde a couple of weeks ago. You You remember that? And he's making laws over there like it happened over there. What the hell? <laughs> well, he's he's using any excuse to be more authoritarian. That's all. That's all he was. And you know what's really sick about that is, you know, he was waiting for something to happen here. It, he was wow. just waiting. Like, like, just like the leftists here, any kind of tragedy they try to use to their own advantage, right? Any tragedy they try to use for getting anything politically they want done, done. Any kind of new world order they want done. And that's the sick thing is that, you know, he was just sitting there in Canada, knowing it probably wouldn't happen there because it doesn't happen there that, that often and waiting for it to happen in this country just so he can be more authoritarian. And now, you know, Vladi, we're seeing this around the world. We're seeing it. What are we seeing it in, in Europe now, in France? Yeah. We're saying you wow. can't have outdoor events because of the heat. When did we see that before COVID? When did pre-COVID wow. see a government saying, oh, it's too hot? We're saying you can't do anything outdoors. But now they see they can make people do whatever they want. That's the problem. That, 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 that's that, what, you know. That, that's the problem with unchecked power, especially here in America with Fauci. He wasn't an elected official. This guy, even Rand Paul, was asking for him to be criminalized. I hope in the next, uh, the next session of Congress after November that it's fully red because they know very well it's going to be a red tidal wave. People are pissed off. They're tired of their stupid woke policies. That includes environmentalism and all the shit that, that, that they're demented in chief that's up there. The fraudulent chief Joe Biden has done to screw up our country. We've well, never I, seen prices like this on gas. This is horrible. I drive a four cylinder and I might as well be driving an eight. <laughs> well, and you, you mentioned that. Now, what people are beginning to see, I think, is, you know, all these policies, this wokeness, environmentalists, you know, the screaming the world's going to end in five years and it doesn't end. And they say, oh, and then, you know, they keep on pushing it back like with COVID, keep on moving the goalposts. But the fact of the matter is people are now seeing it has real world effect on them. The inflation, the gas prices, the idea that we don't want to drill in Texas where we have oil here. We have to go beg Saudi Arabia and Venezuela. It, this is getting to, and Russia. 
for, for oil, for gas. It's, it's getting to the point now where people are seeing these crazy woke people, these environmentalists, are now ruining their lives. They're ruining society. And I think I think it's getting to a fever pitch now. I think that's what's happening, man. I think I, Mike, I Mike, really hope, I, I, yeah. Mike, I really hope he gets impeached. I really hope he needs to go. And that other bitch needs to go too. Both need to go and Pelosi needs to go. This country, I, I don't know if stop. you think about Kamala Harris or Pelosi. I don't know what you meant. I don't know what you meant. <laughs> well, well, both bitches got to go. Either way, in my oh, book, they, they're, 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 not, they're not doing yeah, anything know. good. I you know, know. I, one is too well, old. You know, it, like, Go ahead. It, forget about impeachment. You know how tough that is to get through the Senate. Uh, you know, I don't I don't even know if Republicans are going to do what Democrats did and just impeach, impeach, impeach in the House because they can. Because, you know, you're not going to get it through the Senate anyway. But what really needs to happen is it, it, it needs to be such a repudiation in November that Biden can't run again. And I, I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be such a repudiation in November. And his polls are going to be so low. And the Democrats are going to say to themselves, what do we, how, how do we, how do we have any chance? I mean, if they let him run again, it would be basically a sacrifice, right? They'd be sacrificing him and just hoping uh, for better times in 2028. I suppose they can do a human sacrifice, but that, that's basically, that's basically what 2024 would be if Biden was the guy running. You know, they, I that's, mean, it's so sad where the, the, our situation, I mean, I would love to see if some of the leaders, like you know, back in the day, like Ronald Reagan, what would he be saying? In in, in you know, past presidents from forty, fifty years ago, what would they be saying to our shit? To what we're going through right now? They never faced anything close. So, yeah, they had their moments, you know, but they they used to work together, both left and right, and and, and just look at how polarized it is. We need Absolutely. we need to change something, or the the I'm I'm telling you, the seeds the seeds of the next civil war is being. It is, it is being planted, and when it's sold, it's going to be a horrible thing. Uh, it can be undone. All this wokeness, all this uh, cultural Marxism, neo-Marxism can be undone. It is not strong enough, and, and we, we oh, can take I, it I, out. I, it could be uprooted. I, and like I've said, it's just when, when you really get down to it, it's just a small minority of the people who are the loudest. It's a small minority of people who have taken so much control over the rest of us, and we just have to stand up and say enough is enough. You know, we're just not we're just not going to take this anymore. We're just enough is enough. We're not going to take. And when you push back like the world swimming just did, you see what happens. They have no recourse. They have no recourse because the law is on our side. The courts are on our side. Common sense is on our side. So there's really no way we're going to lose as long as we stand up for ourselves and don't back down whenever. This is the problem. We can't back down whenever they say boo. That's the thing. And and another thing, Mike, uh, you know the court, uh, the Supreme, the SCOTUS is going to come out pretty soon with the ruling. We still already got a, a nasty um, preview, or or should I say, they they ruined it for them. Um, basically, one of their own in the you know law clerks or whatever uh, yeah. last month, bringing out the that you know Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. So now that we know, and they're going to declare it, I wonder how they're going to react. We already got a reaction, but they know very well it's it's in it's an election year. And they know any little move, any little bullshit is going to affect them. I just want to see how, how they come out. I just, you know, once SCOTUS puts it out, it's official. We already know. They gave yeah. us a spoiler alert, you know, and people reacted. And I just want to see how, how what happens next. What is their stupid move? Are they going to start their bullshit BLM and Tifa riots and burning down shit? Bring it. Because people uh, are tired of that, and I believe people yeah, will I think shoot people are tired of it. I think it's, not, it's only going to hurt them, not help them. But I think the difference between this and a George Floyd is – I don't think they have 
In other words, this is this is very much if you look at the demographics with the Roe v. Wade thing, the people yeah. who are out there protesting are very much are very much white liberals. They're majority white liberals. So it's very different than the than the George Floyd demographic. In fact, a lot of African Americans are very religious, church going people who are not pro pro abortion. So I think it's a it's a different dynamic. I don't think you'll see because of that, you're not gonna see the kind of widespread out, outrage that you saw for the George Floyd thing. Um, but anything they do, any stupid stuff they do will not work in their favor come November. I think you're right. People are people are just people are just tired of it. They're just they're just tired Nothing. of it. I mean, with the inflation, the recession that's that's uh, basically around the corner, high gas prices and high high prices on everything. Damn it! I mean, just to go to the store, just to have a decent meal, my favorite place. Now I'm paying five to six dollars more. I don't mind paying that because I love those places. But the gas, I got to think about it. When am I going out? I used to go out every day. Now I have to think about going every other day. You know, even to the store, I have to double up. You know, instead of you know wanting to go to Walmart or any of my favorite places. Now, yeah. instead of saying I used to go out three or time, three times a week and sometimes travel out of my city to visit my friend and, and go shopping with them. And now I got to think about it. I got to stay local and visit my friends less. I used and, to fill up with under $40. Now I'm filling up with $55. So, buddy, I mean, why, you just, why don't you just buy a $70,000 electric car? Why don't you... <laughs> no, really. I mean, that's, but the funny thing is you laugh at that, but that's what these Democrats yeah, But say. that's what they want. I know that's what they want. That's what he wants. Yes, I know that's what he wants. But he's I mean, not going to get it. I'm sorry. To be so detached, some people, I mean, a lot of people can't afford to put $30, $40 into their car and gas, yet they want these same people to write a check for a $70,000 electric car. That's how I, out of touch the elites are. I, I, believe it or not, Mike, I have a former boss who I worked with. His name's Tom. And he was a project manager. And that bastard, I like him a lot. He's cool, man. He's a lefty, but he's cool. Uh, was driving a 2012, uh, one of the earliest uh, Teslas. Yes, and he, yes. 12, 10, 10 years later, 20, 2022, and he's still paying for that piece of shit that he bought used. And he was going to buy another one. I was like, my goodness sake, you really must love paying 600 to to $1,000 in insurance for your shit. <laughs> really over 10 years i'm like you must really love that shit and once believe it or not mike once i saw that 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 documentary called planet of the humans by uh the company from michael moore which i don't agree i don't like but you know what he who was on it he had another narrator i forgot his name and he was narrating the whole damage that all this lithium industry climate change bullshit does and it does more damage it is not sustainable and it does more damage in a way than than fossil fuel drilling honestly so if they no, want to people, say, these, yeah, yeah, these people are living in a in a in a science fiction world, in a science fiction exactly. reality, you know, and and, and, and believe you know, it or one, not, if, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. No, one day this one day this stuff can happen. Gradually, it can happen. I'm not saying it can't. I'm not. Exactly. I'm not saying they can't. They can't be a, a gradual transition, but to make the gas prices go up on purpose, which a lot of people think Biden's done, and I, I believe it totally, just so people are forced to transition. I mean, it's it's just so cruel, especially at a time coming out of a time of COVID in which these same people caused the economic collapse we're seeing now. It's like adding insult to injury. Wow. You know, it, it's, and all, it's... And all to force people to get electric. Mm-hmm. Just, just to force people, just to move their, their climate change agenda, to appease the European Union. Fuck the European Union and fuck the deep state and the, the Freemasons. I know a lot of these bastards are in there. I'm sorry. You know, I, I've had it with these people. 
They need I, to go. I, I, I know they want their one world government. They want their antichrist. That's what what it is what it's about. It goes back to the Bible. They they want their one world system. If you look, if you ever seen, I'm pretty sure you have the agenda 20, 20, 30, 2021, sure, 2030. Yeah. It's yeah. all socialism all over. Well, giving up guns, depending on them, universal basic income, giving up properties. The list is about twenty five things in there. It's horrible. Basically, it's not the United States that will know if we go down that road. It'll well, be you know, one united freaking system under them, under digital coin. They do away with money. That is all mark of the beast right now. And you know who's really ready right now for that shit? That right now, before it's, it even goes into plan, it go into that stage, I was talking to the Norwegian. I think the Danish and Norwegians, they're already there. They don't have any more banks. Nope. The banking system that they have is commercial and it's all digitized. No That's more it. currency. So, so those bastards are, are being played for and they don't even know it. It's a it's a it's a new world order. I mean, even Biden said the words. They're not, yeah. Vladdy, they're not even hi- hiding this this great reset new world. They're not, they're not even hiding it anymore. They just flo- they're, it's out there. Everyone knows it's out there, and they're basically just saying we're going to do it, and you have nothing. You have no way to stop us. But you know what? I think we have a lot of ways to stop them. I think they're going to be able- Vladdy. I got to go to the next caller. Call, you got call it, man. Love talking to you, man. Awesome. Back again. Thank, thanks. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's see. All right, let's see if we can go to Daniel. Daniel, you there? I'm here. Hey, Daniel, what's going on? Hey, 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 Mike. Um, who the hell would drop 75 to 80K on a car when I, I just spoke to my brother who flips real estate and just moved to Atlanta, Georgia, asked him how much a nice condo and a really nice part of Atlanta would cost, and he says 200K. So who the hell is going to drop 80K on a car? I mean, you, you take it out, you drive it off the lot, it's worth 30K. I mean, it's who the hell does this? I mean, I've got money. I'm not stupid. Oh, you know okay. what? I, I also just saw something you just wrote. And thanks for correcting me. And I have the story. I have the story up now. The yeah, guy yeah, I was talking I, about was a, not, not a medical doctor. He was a professor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to deliver two, two good pieces of news. The first one is that he's a, apparently a law professor at the um, school. School or, or the faculties of law and school of epidemiology and public health at Ottawa University. What what faculties of law and school of public health have to do with one another? I don't know. But well, you know, guy, I'm, I'm so used to I'm so used to asshole doctors. I assumed he was a doctor. Uh, but no, 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 no. But I think about doctors. No, 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 no. I, I doctors I that, you know, the common sense aptitude test. I think is very important. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but this guy this guy is a Canadian professor. His name is Amir Ataran. He's a professor yeah. in the faculties of law, like you say, the faculty of law and school of epidemiology. Oh, that's why I thought he was a doctor. School yeah. of epidemiology and public health at the University of, of Ottawa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a par- par- apparently he's a, a, a professor of law. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 a, and a dumbass. Um, and and um, I'm not sure which which takes pre- precedence um, in this case. But um, the other p- piece of good news that I wanted to deliver was that um, uh, Biden's not running in 2024. He's cognitively not going to make it to 2024. Um, the, the, the only way Biden could run is if uh, artificial intelligence uh, was able to create a convincing bot by then. And I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to do that. <laughs> I think they're going to be able to pass the Turing test by 2024. No, you know, I know we hear this all the time. There's always the rumor when when the current president, 
in his first term is not effective. We always hear around midterm time, oh, this guy's not going to run again. They're not going to run again. They're not going to they be primary. And of course, in my lifetime, it's never happened. I believe the last time it happened, I was a little child when Jimmy Carter, I think, was primaried by Kennedy and Carter destroyed him in the primary. And Carter was a terrible president. The polls, I mean, he was he was basically where Biden is in the polls, and yet he still won his primary easy. But of course, the difference is Jimmy Carter, God, Jimmy Carter even now, who's older than Biden, is, is, is cognizant, you know, knows where he is and thinks more like a 60-year-old. But back then, he didn't have that, he didn't have the cognitive issues that Joe Biden has now. I think that's yeah, a, not, not, yeah, yeah. But Biden I think, simply, I think it's a huge difference. A huge yeah, difference. There's no way Biden cognitively makes it to 2024 in such a state that he will be able to get up on stage and debate with anybody. He's he's not going to be able to uh, even even ha- the press will not even be able to ask him questions. I mean, forget debating. That's simply not going to happen for this man. Um, uh, uh, Alzheimer's, you know, dementia. It's, it's it's a really sad thing. My father um, had Alzheimer's dementia. Um, it's it's a terrible, terrible disease. I, I have much empathy for anybody that's suffering from cognitive decline. Um, uh, God forbid, I I won't. Um, and um, yeah, but uh, he is not going to make it. He's simply not going to make it. Um, I, I called uh, back when Reagan was debating before his second term. Um, I jumped out of my chair proclaiming to uh, federal members of my medical school class that uh, he had Alzheimer's dementia, and they weren't convinced. And lo and behold, yes, he did. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. We know that Nancy was running that show towards the end. There was no doubt about it. Oh, Nancy yeah, was yeah. absolutely running that show towards the end. But oh, I yeah, think there was, a, there, was a, there was a very... Uh, a telling part in in the debates that um, before the before his second term, where he just lost. He was telling some story about driving up the coast or something with Nancy, and he just lost it. He just totally forgot where he was, and you could see this characteristic look of fear that occurs on people's faces that have um, that have beginning beginning Alzheimer's dementia, have the early signs of Alzheimer's dementia. It's really terrifying when when you simply can't remember anything about what you were about to say. Right, um, right. And, and and it's a great characteristic look, and he had that look on his face, and 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 uh, yeah, so so. Uh, yeah, Biden, Biden, I'm calling it. Biden's, Biden's not going to make it to 2020. I'm going to, you know, you know, my prediction, my prediction is Biden's not running. Bernie's not running. Trump's not running. DeSantis is running. And the Democrats have to decide between Kamala and Pete Buttigieg and Newsom. That'll be the three people they have to decide. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I hope. I mean, if the, if the Democrats, if they even have a party, I mean, for God's sake, what they did during COVID was just, I mean, we're talking crimes against humanity. And if they even have a party in 24, 24, after what they have done to this country and to this world, um, they're going to have to, they're not going to be able to pull anyone off the bench that they presently have. They're going to have to pull somebody out of another universe. I mean, it's going to be the Democrat party, or the Democratic party in name only. I know. Daniel, I have to go. I have, I have another call. Let me go to him. I'll talk yeah, to you. Yeah, soon. yeah. Have a good night. Good morning, Daniel. All right. Uh, I think we have um I think we have Bob on the line. Let's see if I can pull up Bob here. Uh Bob, are you there? Yeah, hi Mike. How are you? Hey Bob. How where are you calling from? Uh Northern California. Okay, you're in my area. Close enough yeah. anyway. What's on your mind? 
Uh, just the uh, the Biden administration, how bad they've done a horrible job and they're killing the economy and they're trying to increase taxes. They're trying to build this build back better. They're trying to bring back some type of policy this next week or two in Congress and it's going to include tax increases. They're not going to have the votes for it. They're just so stupid. I don't know why they're even trying to do, you know. Well, another bill. Yeah, even uh, who was it? Um, what's the guy's name on MSNB? Ratner, Steve Ratner, I think. He's the guy who's the economic guy, and he's a Democrat. He's a lefty, and he's on. He's very wealthy. He's on MSNBC, and even he had said that if 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 uh, if it wasn't if Mansion didn't stop it from going through, we even be in worse shape than we are now. Okay, and this is a Democratic economic advisor saying this. That if this wasn't stopped by by Mansion, Mansion's kind of a hero because inflation would be even higher. If the Build Back Better went through, and 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 Biden was so stubborn, he keeps on saying that that's not the problem. It's not his fault. It's the spending is okay. It's not when advisor after advisor is telling him it's not. This is this would this is what really drives me crazy about politicians when they can't admit they're wrong, when they simply even their own people are telling them they're wrong. They can't they can't admit it. And of course, with Biden, we blame COVID, right? We blame Putin, we blame everything but our own our own disastrous agenda so exactly and uh yeah he blames putin for pretty much everything which is ridiculous and most of america is not stupid and they realize you know it's the biden administration they've they want to get rid of oil production and you know they're killing the economy and we're probably going to go into a recession and you know i i think you're right i think the democrats will get slaughtered in november and it'll be great and uh um, yeah, looking think, forward to it. Do you think they'll learn a lesson from that? Do you think they're actually going to learn a lesson if they get destroyed uh, in November? I don't know. I, I They'll come up with stupid excuses. They'll blame Putin for the losses in November. I mean, right. they'll, they'll just of come course. up with excuses. They'll, they'll, blame, they'll blame COVID, Putin, and Trump. They'll, they'll blame yeah. COVID, Putin, and, 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 and white supremacist Trump voters. <laughs> you know that's what they're going to do. They're not gonna. They're not gonna look inside themselves introspectively and say, "Oh, well, this, we shouldn't have done this. We should have done." You know what? Next time, we'll, next time we won't do lockdowns. Next time we won't do mask mandates. Next time we won't do vaccine passports and mandates. Next time we, we'll drill in Texas. They're not gonna say that. You know that. You know, so they won't learn anything. They'll march right into twenty twenty three into the presidential election, spouting the same crap. But gay rights, trans rights, right? That's what they're going to talk about. Roe v. Wade, bring it back. Come on. It's the same the same wedge issues they're going to run on again because they have nothing else. And, of course, of course, we won't hear the end of January 6th, will we? Yeah, and most of America doesn't care about this January 6th garbage. And I don't know why, you know, I don't know anyone who's actually watching any of that garbage. And it's all political. And, uh, you know, um, I hope to yeah, think run. Americans. I think Americans cared about January sixth until January seventh, and that was about and that was about the end of it. This is how look. It's a hell mary pass from Democrats. They know talking about this a year and a half later is probably not going to work. There, there are things on people's minds. Like I said, I put up a, a little a little gif of of January sixth, saying I remember January sixth, and they showed someone put up a photo of the gas pumps, and it was like two dollars and five cents. So that's what people really remember about January 6th, is that they were able to afford gas. They were able to fill up their tanks for $50, not $130. And that's what they care about. 
Yeah, it's just ridiculous here in California. It's now like $150 to fill up like a pickup truck uh, full of gas. So it's, uh, and I think gas prices are going to continue to go up during this summer and it's going to get worse here. Most economists say it's going to until Labor Day. So we have another, what, two and a half months of of gas prices going up, uh, going up for two and a half more months still. So where's this going to land come late August or September? Where's it going to land? Is the average going to be six dollars, six fifty around the country? California, it'll be, I think, uh, nine to ten dollars. Nine or ten dollars. Sure. I would not be surprised if some pumps hit ten dollars sometime in July. And many, many economists say that that's what's going to happen. Some pumps in New York and California especially will hit $10 in July. And to think about that is just mind-blowing. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's just mind-blowing to think how, how expensive gas is going to be, you know. And, uh, and once again, the Democrats are so out of touch. They're so out of touch. They, they just they don't understand you. You still have them saying buy electric buy, – we've talked about this, buy electric cars. That's the answer. Go out and spend $65,000 because most Americans who are making, you know, forty fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year can buy a $65 leg. You know, it's so silly to think the, how out of touch you have to be to believe this is a, a solution. It's not a solution. And, and what's going to happen this summer is they're going to have uh, – they're going to run out of electricity when it gets really hot. We're going to have the blackouts in California. So where do they think they're going to have enough power to, you know – for all these electrical cars, they're not. It's just a pipe dream. Isn't that what got Gray Davis uh, destroyed, uh, these rolling power outages? But let me yeah. guess. Californians will accept that it's not Newsom's fault when they lose when they lose electricity over the summer. It's not. It was Gray Davis's fault, but it's not Gavin Newsom's fault, right? Is that what's going to happen? Because Gavin Newsom is younger and good-looking and speaks, and speaks well and speaks in the cadence of Obama. He's learned that from Is this, is this going to happen? They won't blame Gavin Newsom, and he'll get reelected by what, 60 I've, points in November? I've told friends that, you know, Hitler could come back and run as a Democrat and win in California, right? If you're a Democrat, you're going to win. I mean, it's just ridiculous how stupid most people in California are. And that's, and that's how California has gone down the hill since uh, the Gray Davis Schwarzenegger days. At least back then, people here still had the sense to vote a Republican in if need be. But those days seem to be over, at least for the time being, right? We, we can only hope that that kind of California comes back soon when people really hit rock bottom here, when they really well, hit rock bottom with the gas well, prices. Nice right. And it was nice to – the district attorney in San Francisco got recalled and hopefully Gascon and L.A. will get recalled. So there will be you know some changes hopefully coming. I agree. Hey, Bob, thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Call back, all right? Thank you. Thanks for the call. I really appreciate it. All right. So, we, hey, this was a good show. I think we're about uh, just about to end it because uh, let's see how full. Uh, yeah, it's been a good show. It's been a good Monday show. It really has. Um, thanks to listeners. Thanks to the call who called. Daniel called and Bob called and Blatty called. And if you were listening and didn't call tomorrow, call in. We'll talk. You know, I don't have to talk the whole time. Um, there'll be more to talk about tomorrow. We'll, we'll talk more about um some of the issues that are going on with the with the with the transgender stuff and and the gas prices and the coming election and the fact that a Texas district that was Repub- Democrat for a hundred years flipped to Republican, right? So there are there are hints of things happening that people are starting to wake up. People are starting to wake up, and of course, 
as James Carville said, it is the economy, stupid, and people are starting to feel it in their pocketbooks, and they're going to show that at the they're going to show it in November. It's going to be a big win. But this has been and Let's Be Heard. I'm Mike DiCiopoli. I want to thank you for listening. And remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Get them out now. Thanks for listening. I will see you tomorrow.